This will be week three when this airs that we've used the new the new system. Oh yeah, that's true. With, that's true. With very minor problems, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah, um, we, had, we had a few struggles on the first couple episodes. We tried to yeah. use it on, but I feel like we're clear sailing. But then again, I don't want to jinx it. So <laughs> right, right. Yes, it's good. Um, yeah. So. What was there? Oh, yeah. And so uh, also, you know, Kirk, you're not probably not. We're probably not going to be together uh, in the same spot for a while as you're going. What did you tell me? Belize, Australia, Tokyo. Uh, is there some that uh, I'm missing? Yeah, right now it's looking like so I'll leave in a few days for Barcelona. I'll be in Barcelona. Come back. I'll, I'll be uh, presenting at the uh, Innovate Nebraska on October 20th. John, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I'll hit the road and go to Tokyo. And then uh, either us, well, then I'm still trying to figure it out. It's going to be Tokyo and then either Australia, New Zealand, or Hong Kong, Thai, uh, Taipei. So still trying to sort it all out, man. My yeah, wife we're is, not, not going to be in the same space for a while. Uh, and my wife is go, super pissed. Knock out an episode while I'm in Omaha. My wife is super pissed about the Belize trip. <laughs> you mean Barcelona? <laughs> oh yeah. God, man, I don't know where. Man, I'm having. It's Friday. I'm having a day. <laughs> anyway, so we've got John with us from Yo City Logic, Nebraska app. Well. We're going to have a full episode on that later, but John, you did something this summer called the Summer of Startups, and we were, um, you, Kirk was traveling, I think, both times we did it, but um, we had uh, we had a bunch of startups come in. How did that, that was kind of the first year you've done that. How did that, how did that go? Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, we had the opportunity to have, I think in total, uh, we booked uh, nine startups, and uh, um, each month we had three of them present. Um, it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of, a lot of like just different ideas out there. And so it was really cool to see how people attacked and, and how they grew their businesses and, um, where they were at in the phase, in the, in the stages of growth. And we had, we had everybody from, uh, just new ideas all the way up to like seed funded ideas. So it was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a good thing. And uh, to get a group of people together and like, be like, hey, this is what we're doing, and like, it's it's awesome how things spark and like you're like, oh, I didn't know that you could do that. Right, right. I mean, we see that quite a bit when uh, the people that come to the events that maybe aren't working on an idea, um, they they kind of get that bug, right? They mm -hmm. they go, oh, okay, this person's, you know, either they live in Grand Island or they're just a couple hours away, and they were able to do it 
um, and just get started. And so ultimately that was kind of the idea and the mission between uh, behind the summer of startups was just to inspire people in Grand Island. And I think we did that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Kirk, you got any insight on that? No, I think it's fantastic. Obviously, I'm a passionate, lifelong entrepreneur who, mm-hmm. you know, who, who believes in it and wanted to, you know, through the, some of the stuff I was doing to help inspire people in central Nebraska, whether it be Grand Island, Kearney, Hastings, Ravana, wherever. So I love everything that John's doing, and I love what he's doing to pull the state together through Nebraska app, which we often talk about on this show. And, and uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. all, it, it is just fantastic to see this uh, – you know, this level of enthusiasm for entrepreneurship across the state. I think you guys may have seen on social media yesterday, they announced the Entrepreneurship Fellows for UNL, um, which mm-hmm. includes some of our friends such as Dan Hoffman and, and other folks that we know. And nice. I just across the state, I really love seeing, you know, the emphasis on entrepreneurship and, and startups mm-hmm. because I do think it's it's the way forward for our state. Um, and I'm really excited about it. John, you're the, you also had kind of a wide spectrum of, um, you know, it wasn't just all like, ah, oh, we're doing insurance or we're doing HR. Like right. the spectrum right. of people is, was also wide too. Right. I mean, that was, it was pretty cool to see like from nonprofit even into business. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had, um, software and technology startups, um, like the grain weevil, we had them, um, show up and participate. Um, and then we had, like uh, SaaS products, like Yo City, so self plug there. But uh, <laughs> you got to do those, man. You got to do those. Yeah, Speaking yeah, of which, we should say everybody pause the episode right now. Shut us off. <laughs> Go to the App Store and download the Nebraska app because it's amazing. Absolutely, it is it the is. future of Nebraska, as I've coined it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that completely. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're destroying the the conversation that says. There's nothing going on in in Nebraska this weekend. Uh, we're just invalidating that whole exactly. discussion. So there's I, so much going on in Nebraska. It's it's ridiculous. That yeah. that that statement has made me angry since I was in elementary school, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Like yeah. you know, I, I, every, I hear you. I mean, that, that's and when I'm talking to people outside the state, there it's like there must be nothing to do in, in Nebraska, and it kind of makes my you know blood bubble a little bit. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You well, you know, we got cows we can tip over. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, so, you can watch yeah. the trends go by. So. <laughs> cool. um, oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I, I always tell people if you say there's nothing to do in Nebraska, it says more about the person than it does the state. <laughs> yes, so, that and, is so true. Um, so true. Because there is, I mean, so many different sceneries. Um how many waterfalls does Nebraska have? Because it's not zero. It's a mm-hmm. lot. <laughs> yep. So, and if you're you listening to this thinking, well, I didn't know that. You you need to reevaluate your life and get on the <laughs> Nebraska app and figure out what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, um, uh, yeah. So we had we had everything from technology startups or uh, what we call hard tech, um, mm-hmm. all the way to um, artistic ventures and. Um, so we had a uh, local art plug, which I think is going to be on this episode too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, all about organizing local artists. And then we had entry envy, which is another great example of somebody who just saw something, um, 
that that people wanted and went out and chased it and uh, figured out how to turn it into a business. So yeah, and her story uh, was very interesting too. Yeah. And then she'll be on this episode as well. Um, but man, to go from like she was like kind of like a head of a like a corporation or something, or in in corporate, and then you know life happens and went a whole nother yep. way. And like wow, uh, John, yeah, you got any closing words? Any things you want to you know? updates or stuff going on with yo city or logic or co-found are you doing uh, yeah, another I, question are you doing it next year summer of startups 2023 is it going to happen uh well we'll see we might uh we might play with a different format a different uh time frame mm-hmm. um so there's some other things in the works uh something along the the uh way of maybe like a hackathon or something like that so we'll see um so- yeah, there's going to be some cool stuff going on in Grand Island this next year. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I guess just in closing, if you have any questions, want to reach out to me on LinkedIn is the best place to find uh, John Rhodes. And so okay. this is John Rhodes that has Yo City and Logic Nebraska and co-found Grand Island, then you found the right one. So right. Awesome. We'll put a in the video version, we'll put a link to you and uh, all your websites and stuff. So All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll leave you guys with uh, my interviews this summer from the Summer Startups. You guys want to know what's perfect any and every day? Check out Heavenly Waffles. Picture this. It's the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. doesn't really matter which. Sleep in a bit. Get up. Crack some eggs. Fry some bacon. You know what could make that better? A waffle. And trust me, you're going to want to try these waffles. you got to get some. Heavenlywaffles.com. They started right here, based out of Omaha, Nebraska. Dude, guess what? Nebraska, it knows waffles. And Bob, uh, with Heavenly Waffles, Bob knows waffles. Man is a rock star. Go check out Heavenlywaffles.com. Tell them Make a Move sent you, all right? Make a move and get you some waffles. All right, so we are back. We are uh, the summer of uh, co-found, summer of startups at co-found, I should say. And I am with Xavier. And Xavier, tell us about your, is it is it a non-profit or is it a for-profit? It's for-profit. For-profit. Okay, so tell us, and what is the name of it again? It's uh, the Local Art Plug. The Local Art Plug. And so how did you, what was the, you know, what got you started in that? And what, how did, the, what are the roots of that? Definitely. That's a great question. Uh, so I'm from Omaha, born and raised originally. I went to Omaha South High for high school. Uh, during my senior year, I knew I wanted to go to college, but didn't know what I wanted to go to college for. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure I was watching the Super Bowl. Um, and I was like, you know what? It'd be cool to make a Super Bowl commercial. Um, so I kind of went to college for broadcast production, advertising. And during that time in college, I actually came up with an idea for a magazine. It would later become Local Art Plug. Uh, originally then it was called Showcase. And what we were going to do is give uh, high school students the chance to showcase not only what they're working on, but kind of uh, build connections and build their resume from there. Uh, they could use it in their portfolio when applying for schools or whatever have you. Because uh, when I came into college, I didn't know that you needed a portfolio to apply for art school. Mm-hmm. I just I just didn't know that. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know how many other people don't know this. And how where would I get that opportunity to actually build the portfolio? Awesome. So that was that idea. And then kind of didn't find a job my major after college, graduated uh, took the idea and uh, applied to tech incubators, and here I am today. Mm, nice, awesome. And so, so speaking of today, where where are you at in the idea? So you've launched officially. Mm-hmm. 
We've officially launched. We're still uh, pre-revenue, and I only say that because we haven't made significant amounts of revenue. We've made some revenue, um, mm-hmm. but not enough to, you know, retire on yet. Right. Uh, definitely uh, enough to leave the full-time job to kind of dive all the way in. So originally, the first couple years, we started in 2017, I had to, like, earn my way into the creative community. They didn't trust me at first. They saw me <laughs> as an outsider trying uh-huh. to, like, take advantage of everything that they're doing. And it was like, no, I want to support. I want to help connect. I also feel this burden. I couldn't connect with um, other creatives in their field and kind of help mm. advance my career or find any mentors. And I was like, oh, you know, in this digital age, why is it so hard to, to find people in your area? Right. Um, and that kind of became one of the basis as well as just traveling around and being able to buy art from local uh, cities and taking that back home. And then it's like, oh, I have kind of a, a piece of that city with me and I have a cool story to tell about it. We love to collaborate with people. And, you know, there's sometimes you get this like competition, mm. you know, whether it be like Lincoln, Omaha, or even like I've had people tell me like, well, you're in a different county and our tax dollars don't need <laughs> like. You know, sometimes, I mean, I get that, but it's sometimes if you're not promoting somebody else outside of where you're at, there's no room for growth. And um, I think if you just stay within your click, man, it's the grave for you. It is. Definitely. So I'd agree. Yeah. And we noticed that a lot in the Omaha area scene. Um, a lot of the artists are signed to non-compete contracts, mm-hmm. so they can only display with one art gallery or whatever venue it may be. Um, and that really limits their audience if the art or if the art gallery isn't doing their work to promote and sell the artists. Yeah. I think they'd want to be in as many places as possible. Even if it's not directly benefiting the gallery, you'd want the artist to have the best possible career. You think right. and kind of yeah. branch out. But uh, it doesn't seem to be the case right now in Nebraska. <laughs> that's why we're here to change things, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, so and what does the future look like? What are, you know, you're obviously on well on your way, but what's some... What are your goals or if anything that you can share that what you want to see this going? Definitely. I'm really excited to start this after school program and help out uh, younger kids. So we're partnering with Jesuit Academy in Omaha. It's a um, Catholic uh, uh, boys school, uh, fourth to eighth graders um, in urban area. moderate income families. I don't know if that matters. Mm-hmm. But either way, um, yeah, we, they don't have uh, after-school programs or and or uh, sports or arts programs mm-hmm. either. But we uh, will be able to fill that need and kind of help show them different career options and paths. And uh, it's just always nice to be able to give back. So we want to start with that school and be able to expand into different schools. We're in talks with different uh, arts communities and organizations mm-hmm. about actually uh, building NFT and Web3 systems for them so they can have their own maybe metaverse or uh, NFT collection to help support their their organization and their community and allow the community to actually have a voice in uh, some of the in some of the ways the funds are spent, mm, uh, public nice. art or whatever have you. Right on, right on. So, um, and I think uh, downstairs you had mentioned when you were presenting that you're you're not solely Nebraska. You you do branch out, and so if there's um, people listening outside of Nebraska. And for people inside of Nebraska, how would be the best way that they, they're listening to this and like, oh, man, this is awesome. I want to connect. And how, how do people reach you? Definitely. The best way to reach us would be through um, our website or social media. So the website would be localartplug.com. Uh, social media would be local underscore art plug for uh, Instagram and just local art plug uh, for Facebook and LinkedIn as well. There we'll post updates. We have links to our website. Uh, you can keep in touch with us. Reach out. If you do want to be on the platform, it's free for artists to join. We don't get paid until you get paid. That's kind of our business model. And, um, yeah, we'd love to connect and partner with anybody. 
in the community or even outside of state. Here at Copper Mill, we have a passion for high quality food and elegant dining experiences. We source local produce to ensure the best quality and freshness. With our dry aging cooler, we use controlled temperatures and humidity to age our steaks to the perfect flavor and tenderness. Come see why Copper Mill Steakhouse has been voted best steaks in Kearney four years in a row. So I've got Jennifer here. And Jennifer, tell us about your background and uh, how you got started in this um, Entry Envy um, company and where it, where where's the roots of that? Yeah. Um, so it's funny how life has its own path that you're just on. Uh, I, I keep trying to write it, but he already has, so I need to just stop. And <laughs> So um, I am from uh, Blair, Nebraska, actually, but in Omaha most of my life. And I found myself um, divorced in 2020 and remodeling a house. And I've always have been very handy, never afraid of picking up power tools. And I had remodeled my house about 1,800 hours of sweat equity. It was almost all the way done. And I realized that the outside of the house now needed to be updated. And I was out of time, energy, and money, but I wanted to impact curb appeal. So I decided that the easiest and least expensive ways to do that were to paint the garage door, paint the front door, and then come up with a less boring house number sign because the house numbers I had were old and falling off. And so um, I decided, so I went to the garage and I made the sign and it turned out to be really cute. Um, but updating that little planter box with fresh, um, not fresh, but but faux fresh seasonal decor um, was inconvenient. I worked full time. I didn't have time to go to the craft store once a month and get all the stuff that goes in it. And so I actually went to see if there was a company who could ship that to me <laughs> and there wasn't. So I created it and decided everybody had a front door and there were more women than just me that would love to have easy front porch, convenient seasonal decor delivered to their door. Right. That's awesome. I think that's something that, you know, the average person doesn't think of like, I wish there was a business than to think about like, well, that's a perfect idea that you should start. I know I'm like probably 20 years ago. I remember being stuck in a snowstorm and it wasn't like blizzard, but it was bad and I didn't want to go outside. And I was like, I wish somebody delivered fast food. <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and what do we have today? There's all these platforms that do that. And it's like, Oh man, I, I missed an awesome uh, idea and opportunity. It takes a lot of courage, a lot of, a lot of guts, a lot of hard work, but it's so much fun. So I was, I was managed law firms for 18 years and, uh, this was my midlife reset and (laughs) became a full-time entrepreneur April 1st of this year. Yep. That's awesome. That's the other thing most people don't realize is it's not easy and it takes more than just having the great idea. It's the the courage to actually put it on the line because you could lose it. Mm-hmm. So it it's a scary thing. So, but. Sarah Blakely is kind of one of my idols and she talks a lot about that. I ideas are the most fragile in their infancy because mm-hmm. you people who love you want to protect you and, yep. you know, maybe afraid for you. And so is if it's not scary enough on your own to decide that you think you have a crazy idea that you want to go chase, uh-huh. you start telling people about that and then you're really um, at risk. 
one of the things that probably gave me the most courage was my mother is my harshest critic. I love her to pieces. She's the COO of our company, but um, she doesn't sugarcoat anything. And I told her, she was the first person I told this idea to, and I've never started a business before. And when I um, told her very, very timidly, I'm like, mom, I kind of came up with something. And she told me that she thought it was a good idea. Wow. It was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing was that she happened to be retiring at the same time and uh, has helped me with the company. That's so it's awesome. Been awesome. Yeah. And so they got to come to your website every time they want to change it, right? Well, no. Actually, all they do is go to entryenvy.com, pick their subscription. They can choose modern, traditional, or masculine. They can choose if they want it every month or if they want it once a quarter so they would only get seasonal. And it's done. It's going to be, they can manage their own subscription online, but it's going to come to their door until they choose otherwise. Awesome. That's great. Um, and so what are your, what is your typical customer? Are you, is there a niche you're falling into or? I would say that, that the largest group of women that we have are say somewhere around the vicinity of 45 to 55, but that can plus or minus easily 10 to 15 years. So they have multiple subscriptions. They might have multiple houses. They might have children that are in college or an apartment, a dorm room. They're getting married. They, um, they're buying their first home. So these are really great gifts for um, the younger group. But they also have moms or dads in assisted living facilities. And what else do you get them when they're 85 or 90 and don't need anything? And so this is that monthly reminder that comes to their door that says somebody lives here, somebody cares, somebody's loved. And so um, they're they're doing really well all the way across the board in that sector. Awesome. And uh, where can uh, where can people find you online? Entryenvy.com. Um, and then all of our social media is entry underscore envy. So if anywhere you social were there. And I think you, I think I heard you're rocking the TikTok. Oh, you know, <laughs> tell you what, I'm going to, I'm doing the videos, but I'm not dancing. So don't go to TikTok expecting dancing. There's no dancing. That's awesome. Um, sweet. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on here. And, uh, you know, if, if you guys are looking for some awesome home decor, uh, make sure you check it out. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, Riley here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make a Move podcast. For more content, check us out on all major social media platforms and makeamovepodcast.com. Until next time, get off your butt and make a move.